What's up, people? It is Sunday, January 13th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh, I want to start by just saying I'm a little under the weather, but I'm going to pull through this and, and get through this podcast. Um, of course, this weekend has been about football, and last night my Dallas Cowboys lost to the uh, L.A. Rams. A pretty decent game, but the better team won. Um, I see this as a positive season for the Cowboys because I think they actually uh, overachieved this year. Um, They do have some talent on their squad. Uh, They're a young team. And I think, first of all, they need uh, a new offensive coordinator because their play calling is extremely predictable. Uh, There's really no creativity to it. Um, You know, when you have certain players in the game like Tavon Austin the wide receiver you pretty much know he's going to get the ball so the defense can focus in on them uh, they weren't good with uh, audibles and getting out of certain plays to exploit the defense um, and I think Dak Prescott is an average to good quarterback he's definitely not elite um, the one thing that's kind of surprising with Dak is the fact that the coaching staff have not worked with him on some of his fundamentals because his footwork is garbage. Um, on a lot of his missed passes, uh, it's because of footwork. And for those that watch football and kind of study it, um, if you don't have the correct footwork, that will alter uh, where your pass goes. So he had a lot of missed opportunities throughout the season, and I think that was partially due to the, the bad footwork he has. And... Also, uh, they didn't use him. The one thing they don't do is use the player's ability uh, in a positive. So Dak is not a pocket passer. He just can't sit back there and pick you off like uh, a Tom Brady can. Um, He's better when he's on the run. But they're trying to create something in him that's not his strong suit. So hopefully they can get somebody in there with a little creativity next year. And... uh, use their players to the best of their ability. The defense, I think, is, is solid. They had a bad performance yesterday, but uh, they were under the gun so much, um, I really can't fault them. But it, it is surprising that the Cowboys have one of the best defenses in the league, but yet they let um, two running backs get over 100 yards yesterday. So they definitely didn't play their best game, but neither did the offense, so I think it's a... You know, there's enough fingers to be pointed all the way around. Um, right now, the Philadelphia Saints game is on. Philly got out to an early 14-0 lead, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, don't even care who wins out of that either way, but I kind of got a pull for Nick Foles uh, because of the fact of how he was benched when they drafted Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz is a good player, um, but last year he got hurt. Nick Foles took him to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, and was the Super Bowl MVP. And now Carson Wentz is hurt again. Nick Foles is picking up the slack. Uh, So I'm kind of pulling for him. But the Patriots won a little while ago, which I can't stand the Patriots. Um, The Rams and Kansas City. So I think my overall pick right now is going to be Kansas City winning it all. Uh, I would love to see Kansas City and maybe Philly. Um, I think that would be a, a good game, a good Super Bowl, and one I would like to watch. Um, so, looking forward to that. Uh, the football has been good. 
So that's what's going on as far as that goes. Um, and I wanted to touch on the Kevin Hart Oscar tweet situation one last time. Uh, I did see the interview of Kevin Hart on Ellen last week. And once again, he apologized and explained. And um, Ellen made a statement saying that she had contacted the Academy and asked them to reconsider having him host and asked him if he would reconsider. Uh, the Academy is all for it. They want him to host. But Kevin's thing is, you know, now is not the time. You know, the moment has passed. He's moving on to something else. And I can understand that. And then he went on Good Morning America and talked to Michael Strahan. And when he's supposed to be promoting his new movie, which I heard is amazing. I plan on going to see it this week. Um, you know, the whole tweet thing came up again. And um, as reporters do, they ask the same question in 15 different ways. And when initially asked about it, Kevin Hart was like, you know, Michael Strahan said, what would you say to somebody who's upset, blah, blah, blah. And Kevin was like, I would say I'm over it. I'm not talking about it again. I'm over it. You know, I've apologized. Um, I've evolved from 10 years ago. I don't know what else you want me to do. I'm over it. I'm not talking about it. And he came back again. Well, what if somebody's son saw this and he, Kevin was just like, I'm over it. And I understand the mentality because everybody seems to want a personal apology. How many times do you have to say you're sorry? I mean, what do you want him to do? And I just, I totally understand where he's coming from. Um, some people would never be satisfied with, with any decision you make or anything you say. Some people just won't be satisfied. So, you know, I try to live my life where I just make sure I'm doing the best that I can. I try to make the best decisions I can. Um, I make mistakes and I'm sorry for those, but I can't spend my life worried about what other people think of me. And I've had that mentality for a very long time. Um, and it actually stems back from high school because I went to two high schools. Uh, the first high school I went to my freshman and sophomore year was a predominantly black high school. And the summer going into my junior year, we moved to a suburb of Dallas. And the high school I went to my junior and senior year was predominantly white. And I know I've said this before. Um, my junior year in high school, in five of my seven classes, I was the only black student. So there was definitely a lot of racial tension there. I was called some of everything, the N-word, told to go back to Africa, all of that kind of stuff. And that's when I learned that I can't worry about other people's opinion. You know, walking down the hall one day, this dude was yelling, go back to Africa. I ignored it. And this guy was like, he talked to you. Like, no, he's not talking to me because I've never been to Africa. So I can't go back to somewhere I've never been. You know, so I ignore that stupidity. I don't even let it bother me. I don't get mad about it. Um, so I just don't worry about what other people think of me. Somebody else's opinion of me is none of my business. As long as I know who I am, the people that I'm surrounded with in my daily life that really know me, that's all that matters to me. But these outside people, uh, you, because you can't please everybody. Um, even in my current job, you know, I have ability, part of my job is to make certain decisions and not everybody is going to like these decisions. And I've had people want to talk to my boss about my decisions and that's absolutely fine. As long as I feel hundred percent comfortable and can, and can justify why I made the decision I made, I'm good. You can talk to whoever you want to talk to. That's just life. You're not going to be able to please everybody. So why try? 
and I have this conversation with my girlfriend often because she's somewhat of a people pleaser and other people's opinion matter to her. And um, she has an ex-husband and they have a son together. And this dude, when we initially started dating, um, whenever she would get off the phone with him, she would just be in a bad mood and I would ask her why. She's let me read some of the text messages. I've heard some of the voicemails and all he does is try to put her down and tell her what a bad mother she is. And she let that get to her. And I just start telling her, okay, what is he doing for your son? You're the one taking care of this little boy every day. Taking him to school when he's sick, you take care of that. When he needs something, you take care of all of that. This dude cannot keep a job. Uh, He's paying very minimal child support because he can't keep a job. He's supposed to carry health insurance on their son, but he can't keep a job, so he can't do that. Um, He doesn't see his son on a regular basis. I mean, usually it's like an every other weekend thing, but he can see his son during the week, which he doesn't do. And so I'm just telling him, like, all this stuff you're doing with your son, you're the one taking him to his uh, therapy sessions. You're the one that's with him reading with him, going through school work, being in touch with the school and all that stuff. And this dude pops up every now and then. Uh, why do you let this dude get to you like that? You know, he can't keep a job. You've been at your job for a long time. You've been at your home for a long time. You've established yourself. This fool go from place to place and can't keep a job. Why do you let somebody like that get to you? Why does his opinion matter to you? If you know you're doing the best that you can do, to benefit your son, why do you care what he thinks? Especially based on the amount of input he has into your child's life. And she just thought about that. And all I ever ask her to do is, you know, don't initiate a fight or anything. Just defend yourself. You know, you're a good mother. You're a good person. I just want you to defend yourself and not worry about what this dude thinks. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't dictate what you do at your household. Um... And his opinion shouldn't matter concerning that, how he feels about you personally. If it's something concerning the son, that's a different story. But what he thinks about you personally, who cares what that dude thinks? You know, you have enough on him to shut him up. And again, my thing is, you know, just defend yourself. And once she started defending herself and standing up to him, he didn't like that. Because he's used to being able to walk over her and, you know, she had to grow a backbone. Because, you know, I would tell her, don't continue to come to me complaining about him when you haven't said those things to him. Because I can't do anything about it. So you have to address that person. And she's not good with confrontation at all. And again, I don't want her to initiate confrontation, but just defend yourself and be able to defend yourself from this negativity. Uh, and she's been able to do that. And I'm, I'm proud of her. I love my girl to death. Um, but I just hate bullies. And he's a bully. And I haven't met him at this point. But I would love to. I would absolutely love to. And I'm a nice dude. Uh, I wouldn't disrespect him until I had to. So I'm not a confrontational kind of person. But I don't mind the confrontation. Because I'm confident in who I am. Um, So, you know, I just always want my girl to, to just defend herself. Continue to be the sweet, kind-hearted, caring person she is. Uh, but again, it's just the, the bully mentality. Um, and trying to please people. You'll never please everybody. So you just can't go through life with that mentality. It will drain you. And I have one of my 
other good friends. She's so much on the people pleaser. Um, you know, I think it's detrimental to her health. And it's just always something she's trying to make sure everybody else is taken care of. And I'm like, you need to take care of yourself first. Because it'll be hard to take care of somebody else when you can't even take care of yourself. So just always look out for you first. Make sure you're mentally and physically and spiritually healthy. And that way you can be more of a benefit to other people if that's what you choose to do. Uh, so moving on from that, um, I know a lot of people have been talking about the Surviving R. Kelly documentary that's been on the past few weeks. Uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, I've been off of this whole R. Kelly thing for a long time. Um, I don't think there's anything new I could learn from it. Uh, I know what well, I feel that he's a pedophile. He's had these tendencies for a long time. A lot of his actions in the past have been questionable. And, you know, I just, I don't ride with R. Kelly. I can't deny that he's a musical genius. He definitely has some some hits out there, but I rarely, if ever, even listen to his music anymore. I'm just not supportive of that kind of stuff. So I just, I didn't even watch it, didn't even support it. Um, and it makes me wonder why now all of a sudden these people are coming out to speak and you know maybe if I watch it maybe they address that but I just couldn't give it any of my energy uh, I'm just off of this negativity uh, I don't want negative people around me images around me I just want to keep everything positive you know in 2019 going forward um, I try to live a, a drama free life and that's the way I like it so I, I just didn't get involved in all of that uh, and Gonna keep it light this week. I don't even want to get into the shutdown and politics and all of that stuff this time. Uh, it's been enough of that, and I'm sure I'll address that stuff later. So I'm gonna wrap it up for this week. Oh, I plan on going to see Kevin Hart's new movie, The Upside. I heard it's really good. Uh, a friend of mine said that if Bill Street could talk is a really, really good film. So that's on my to see list. And last week I went to see. Um, escape room and it was actually pretty good I thought the ending was garbage but uh, there's a lot of suspense in the movie so it would definitely keep you interested throughout the movie but again just if you decide to see it I would see it at a matinee and just keep in mind that the ending is I thought was garbage but otherwise I thought the movie was actually okay so uh, the upside is on my list and if Bill Street could talk is on my list and the last thing for this week is my verbal middle finger. Um, didn't go into a whole lot of research about this this week, but I did see something that was really strange. The dude who was caught on camera licking people's uh, doorbell, that's kind of creepy. And he looked like he was really enjoying licking his doorbell. So, dude, uh, that's creepy. You need to go seek help for that. You get the verbal middle finger this week. Uh, that's all for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, until then, God bless. Peace.